Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Bobby, to the south side this week, we're going to 11th and Mitchell to talk about the former Mitchell Street State Bank. Now a first federal location and a lot of redevelopment happening there. I love when we get to talk about old banks because these buildings are just so cool. And like the, the vault is still there and you can mm-hmm. still see the vault. This dates to when? 1907? Uh, well, the bank itself dates to 1907, but it originally opened further down the street. Uh, this one uh, was built in, this building was built in 1916. And okay. folks who stay around, who join us for the second half of this are going to get, I'll tell you about some of the really cool stuff in this building. Yeah. So this is right across the street from a former Schuster's, right? So this it is kind of speaks to Mitchell Street and, and this really being one of the main uh, corridors of commerce for a certain period of Milwaukee's history. Yeah. I mean, this was sort of the Wisconsin Avenue of the South Side for, uh, for decades, you know, and um, there was a time when if you lived near Mitchell Street, you pretty much had everything you needed, right? And you didn't ever, ever have to leave. Um, and this corner of 11th and Mitchell was really, I mean, I mean, that's where, you know, the streetcar would bend the corner around. It was, there was a lot of foot traffic there, a lot of streetcar traffic, uh, lots of stores, mm-hmm. Schuster's, as you said, right across yep. the street, um, Kunzelman Esser nearby for mm-hmm. furniture, just all kinds of, all kinds of great stuff. So the building is definitely looks like a bank. It's got the <laughs> the pillars and yes. uh, a lot of ornamentation around the entrance. At that time, at that t- early twentieth century is when like this neoclassical thing becomes sort of the standard look for banks. Like even big ones, if you go to like Chicago or New York and to the financial districts, all the buildings from like nineteen ten, nineteen twenty, um, even if they're twenty five stories high, are neoclassical like this. Yeah, and this is as we as we mentioned, it's being redeveloped, and um, it's going to have more of a community focus too. There's going to be a bank there as well um, in First Federal, but also some office space for community organizations and a place to convene. Yeah, so First Federal, which is I'm a really old bank founded in Waukesha, um, is a small bank, and they just have branches kind of around the area here. And they bought this branch, and they're fixing it up, and they're uh, fixing up the uh, there's sort of a they almost call it like a separate branch out in the back that you can walk into, but it's also a drive-through. Um, the upstairs was old bank office space. They're donating that to Lutheran Social Services, who is just they're just going to fix it up and use it at no charge, which is pretty nice. Um, and then there's some office space that was built in an addition along the side of the building. First Federal is going to have some of their board meetings there. They're going to let the community use it for different kinds of classes and things. And so they're trying to be um, community focused and. Um, Ed Schaefer, who is the president and CEO of the bank, um, his grandfather worked at Schuster's. Oh, really? So okay. he feels sort of a he feels sort of a connection to the neighborhood. Very um, cool. And it's there was an st- interesting story to me too because my fa- that's where my my mom's German Milwaukee family <laughs> lived in that neighborhood and um, did all their shopping on Mitchell Street. So I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the records there's family accounts. Oh, yeah. Well, in the second part of our conversation here, we're going to talk about some of the bank security. That's one thing that stuck out to me. It involved a Tommy gun. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk more about that. Uh, Plus some of the the really cool like architectural features of this bank because it's truly a, a symbol of its time. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? 
Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. All right, we're back at the First Federal, former Mitchell Street State Bank on the corner of 11th and Mitchell. Um, let's let's wind back to the bank days when this first opened. Uh, what era are we talking about here again? So the 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 bank as an entity opened in 1907 um, down the block on Mitchell Street, but this building opened in 1916, and it was built by the same um, architects that designed um, the house nearby that still stands of Albert P. Kunzelman of the Kunzelman Esser. Uh, people know that name. Now it's apartments in there, mm-hmm. but it was uh, for a long time a furniture um, store and sort of a skyscraper, if you will. I'm doing the yes, hand quotes. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, For Mitchell Street, you know, it towers above pretty much everything else on Mitchell Street. And those are still, those are apartments now, right? Those are apartments, yeah. yeah. And Kunzelman's house is just down the block um, on, I think, 8th and Lapham. He was a bank director, so I think that's probably how that I see. ended okay. up happening. Um so yeah, as we mentioned earlier, it's built in that neoclassical style with the big columns and the sort of you know light-colored uh, sandstone, which looks it just gives it a sense of strength, right? You look mm-hmm. at a building like that and you think nobody's going to steal my money out of there, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> very uh, commanding. Yes, and what was probably even more commanding was that in the lobby there was like a little elevated um, area where a security guard used to sit positioned with a Tommy gun. (laughs) So I guess if anybody dared to think they were going to rob this bank, they'd walk in and see him sitting up there and maybe think twice. So he would just have a little outpost and he'd be above above the the whole bank and just look out? Unfortunately, I couldn't find any photos of it. I did find, luckily, First Federal had a few uh, vintage photos of the building and there was even one of the lobby couldn't exactly see where the where the Tommy gun guy was although I think he might he might have been just sort of sitting on the top of what you can see there is a sort of a platform but what I did see is how he would get up there and where the actual platform was because even though there's a dropped ceiling now a lot of that the original ceiling and everything else the, the like really decorative ceiling inside survives underneath that it's just not in great shape so they covered it up and you get there it's really weird so there's a staircase that I wouldn't say is exactly a secret staircase, but you got to kind of know where to look for it. And if you walk around to that staircase and you climb it, it sort of bends around and then you get to the top and you're in a, a long, narrow room that has a really low ceiling. Okay. Like I think I could stand up in it straight, but I'd be my head would be close to the ceiling. So you got to take there. the semi-secret staircase to into the, like a half to the half, a half floor. floor. <laughs> so it's almost like being. Do you remember being John Malkovich, the way the yes. elevator goes to like the hel- yes. half floor? It was sort of like that. And I went in there, and it was obviously an office for something, you know, like mm-hmm. a bank manager or whatever. But an office that they didn't really want people just kind of randomly stumbling upon. So I mean, it somewhat secreted. But then if you walked through a door in that room, you would be in the platform that's overlooking. You'd be on the Tommy Gun platform. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of that guy's job. Just sitting there day after day. You'd want to really make ready. sure. Yeah, you really want to make sure you're paying attention not only to the entrance and what's going on down below you, but to like making sure your finger's not on that trigger. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to guess that's a fairly easy gun to start uh, offloading. Oof. And that reminds me. Of, uh, it reminds me of some of those um, like the accounting departments I think we talked to at a few breweries or banks where mm-hmm. there would be somebody above who would watch the accountants do the books, right? And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a real common thing, right? And that where was, was common this... in the federal, when I went to the federal building downtown, That's what it too. was, yeah. Yeah, there was, um, but no, that but that was common too in places, in, like you said, in like breweries, breweries, like accounting departments and things yeah. where they would look down. Um, but in the federal building, yes, there used to be a post office and um, they could sit above 
and and look down to make sure that nobody was stealing any money. Like wow. employees. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Tommy gun. What about the vault? You could still see that original vault from the uh, from the main teller window, right? You can see it behind. Yeah, yeah. You can't. We couldn't go in it, but we could see it. it's still there. You can still see the. You know, it's a, one of those one of those giant circular vaults that goes basically floor to ceiling, and it's pretty impressive to see. It's another one of those things that you know, outside you like those sturdy looking columns. Inside you like to see that vault that's like three. It's got a door that's like three feet thick. I do remember like going to the bank as a kid when I first started going to the bank with my dad. I think I had a little uh, you know savings account or something. Did you wear the clip-on tie? <laughs> if you listened last week, you know you know what that reference is. I probably did. Uh, you know, going to the bank, you got to look the part. But I do remember as a kid thinking like, oh, they just leave the vaults open and it's right there. You know? Yeah. And then I you know I don't know how much how much uh, you know, utility the vault actually well, serves in a bank, but do you know in this case? I mean, do they still? Well, I'm assuming it can't be like a like a Bugs Bunny episode or Flintstones episode where they have to move the rock away each time somebody <laughs> yeah, brings right. in like fifty cents, and you know. <laughs> um, so I think it, it's just open during the day. Yeah, but that's why you have Tommy Gun there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. Um, what else? Uh, anything else interesting from the from an architecture standpoint? Um, or any trivia for us here at the end? Oh, trivia. Maybe this is just completely random aside here, but um, what I kind of like about this bank, when I went th- the day I visited, you know, this is a heavy, heavily Latino neighborhood and has been for a long time. And this bank, everybody I encountered at the bank was speaking Spanish for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, like customers. Mm-hmm. And and um, it just brought home to me how this has always been an immigrant bank, right? I mean, you know, you go in there now and people are speaking Spanish, but back when my family was there, a hundred years ago, they'd have been speaking German. It's also a heavily Polish yeah. neighborhood. There mm-hmm. would have been tons of people speaking Polish. It really, I like the continuum of that, you know. Yeah, Mitchell Street has always been been a door. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah, and that's part of our history, you know. And Absolutely it's interesting to see that that callback today. Yeah, well, that's good trivia. So that's not, I don't know if that's trivia. I think it's trivia. It's a nice. If it's not trivia, it's a nice, uh, a nice bow on the story. If yeah. it's not trivia, it ain't trivial. <laughs> Well, podcasts here on 88.9 are edited by me, Nate Immig. And subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. We put out new episodes every Tuesday. It's almost like I, when we had Doors Open here, Bobby, I, I, I didn't tell you this. You know, Oh, how did it go? We were a stop for Doors Open Milwaukee. Did people ask where my where my room was? Right. I, well, I, <laughs> I forgot to mention it until the third tour. I led three tours. And the third one, I was like... Yeah, we have a podcast called Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee. It's it's kind of like doors open every week. And people like applauded. Like they knew about oh, the podcast, nice. right? That so awesome. I cannot believe I forgot to mention that at Doors Open, but definitely the Doors Open people are the Urban Spelunking people, I that's think. Our, so that's our tribe. That's our tribe. Thank you for subscribing. <laughs> if you're already a, if you're already a subscriber and if you're not yet, get on board right now. Just hit that subscribe button. And make sure you go to On Milwaukee and see Bobby's complete story every week. We've always got a link to it in the description box of the player that you're using right now. Because these are really two halves of the whole, right? Absolutely, I mean, the, yeah. We have the written word with all the photos and then we come here and we talk about it. Yeah, if you're not if you're not going on Milwaukee, you're missing like half the story, the photos and a little bit deeper history too. And I love when uh, you, you can pull up these like original plans and photos from, you know, the early days. So go to on Milwaukee and find the full story and we'll see you here next Tuesday. See you next week. <laughs>